This episode will be a discussion based around the societal condition known as herd mentality. We are neither psychologists, we are just normal individuals who are just smarter than everyone. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Oh No, Not Another One, with your hosts, Sarah and Derek. Hi. Hello, Derek. How's it going? It's going all right. How about yourself? Uh, Trying not to laugh at your intro while you (laughs) introduce this podcast. (laughs) I mean, I speak truth. After being traumatized by Dolores Umbridge, I must not tell lies. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Derek, you're going to be quite shocked, but um, I have, maybe you might be terrified. I have no notes for today. Zero notes. And you've seen my notes. And what have you done to Sarah? All right. (laughs) I I will send a rescue party. I murdered her. (laughs) Because this is, all right. Did we just go into Bizarro World? Because I actually have notes. (laughs) I normally just run things by the, what's the term? Run by the seam of my pants? What's the actual phrase? Uh, Yeah. Run by the seam of my pants. I think that, I think you're right. I we'll go with it. it. Yeah, but yeah, normally all the notes are just up in my noggin, and I just kind of know what I want. That's talk how about. you are, yeah. And so yeah. it's kind of the opposite today. It's kind of weird. But I, I am glad you have notes though. That makes me feel a little more comfortable because I'm like, man, just yeah. Oh, flying by the seat of your pants. Uh, is okay. that it? Is that it? Yes. Okay, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got that, folks. Uh, I do want to say though, before we get started, I have a. Uh, shout out I want to do yeah okay go for it ladies and gentlemen for those of you who are fans of the wonderful world that is professional wrestling we are in Wrestlemania season and (laughs) after Elimination Chamber just concluded down in Australia which by the way being up at two in the morning to try to watch some of that when it was playing live here was a struggle for me I was super tired yesterday when I had a lot going on but There was a buddy of mine that I've known since college, known as the Kyle Wells. Also, his the Kyle Wells, yes. And his wrestling persona, Mega Mondo. He has had a podcast for several, several, several years. Plus, he is also Mm -hmm. a does radio interviews and whatnot down in Indianapolis, where he has interviewed several WWE wrestlers. So if you want to dig into the best wrestling podcast that is alive. Wells Mania is the one you need to go for. And if you think to yourself, you know, I don't think I want to listen to this. Guess what? It doesn't matter what you want to listen to. You will listen to Wells Mania. Nice. Check it out. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. And I will also uh, add a note that my dog is very needy this weekend. Um, so she is like standing right next to me. So say hi, Lucy. Um, hi, Lucy. Lucille is a she's she's a mutt, but she's just a very furry looking dog. Uh, we always ask her where the Hendersons are, like Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Hi, Harry, where are the Hendersons? <laughs> but yeah, she's like standing right next to me, like close to the mic. So if you hear panting or anything, that is her, not me. <laughs> sure, I, I know, right? All right, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, I always know her name was Lucy, but when you called her Lucille, Lucille. Um, 
my brother and I have had this discussion many times where very specific words or phrases will trigger some very obscure memory from okay. childhood, and it just plays out in my head in the background. When you said Lucille, I pictured Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel Air pull out his pool cue <laughs> in that episode where he's going against the uh, basically oh. the pool shark. Yeah. Oh, I need to watch that one again. Jeffrey, I think I remember what. Wait. Bring out Lucille. <laughs> Which is funny because so um I have some friends that have daughters named Lucy, so I, I tried to tell them like. Lucille is actually named after BB King's guitar because we are blues fans in this family. Oh. And she, yeah, so she is, uh, I used to play blues for her um, when we were uh, trying to crate train her. And so she would um, sit in her crate and listen to some blues and she is Lucille. So she's actually named after an object like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I did not know like you were pool. a blues fan. Yeah. That is actually pretty. I sweet. do like you. Yeah, blues I do is like such blues. A, oh, it's a wonderful genre. So good. So it good. is. It is. Yeah. So she is Lucille BB King's guitar, and she's lived up to the name so far. She is very sassy. I think BB mm -hmm. King would <laughs> would appreciate that. <laughs> so Derek, our topic oh, today, Derek. and before we get to our topic today, I just want to say if I say anything offensive. Shove it. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be offensive. We're just having this conversation on herd mentality, as Derek mentioned. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Let it be. Oh, no, trust me. I know there's probably going to be some things that I'll say that I'll go, hmm, was that wise to say? No. But was it correct <laughs> or funny? Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So. Where should we begin? Um, I don't know. For those uh, of you playing the listening game, then, <laughs> what is herd mentality? We'll start with the basic definition. Is that okay? Go for it. Herd, herd mentality can be defined as the phenomenon of individuals deciding to follow others and imitating group behaviors rather than deciding for themselves independently and basically acting on the basis of their own private information. So basically herd mentality is I'm going to go with the group. I'm going to go with the flow. Even though I might feel differently, I might think differently, I'm going to go with this group because I don't want to rub the wrong way. That is, in essence, herd mentality. Everyone has done this in what, some shape or form. A lot of it harmless. Some of it can be egregious and painful, but everyone's guilty right. of herd mentality because – we're humans. We are social creatures. It's kind of ingrained in, into us. It's when it becomes a problem that it needs to be recognized. Exactly. And sometimes when you just mention, like I've noticed uh, social media is really big on this. And that's mm -hmm. something we'll touch on. It's like you will have just, it, it's not even like, it might not even be a negative comment. It'll just be a comment that has a different perspective and people will jump on that like oh how dare you not agree with me 100 how dare you think with your mind and not <laughs> just read our comments and go with that it's, it's it's kind of alarming sometimes especially for people like i don't know how you are you see more of an extrovert than i am but i am very much an introvert 
So like, and I grew up with the age of technology and forming bonds online and getting to know people online. So when, when I say something like it's not, it's something I would say in real life, but also I'm just trying to, sometimes I'm just trying to offer a different perspective on something like, Hey, not necessarily always playing devil's advocate, but you know what I mean? Like, just like, Hey, have you thought about it this way? And people do not like that sometimes. I, I mean, I think with especially the social media, you touched on something that is very critical in the ever changing uh, societal norm that's taking place. But yeah, I think it's gotten completely worse when it comes to herd mentality and people just mobbing up on other people that say anything, not even disagreeing with them, but just right. different, just different. And this is like where the whole term keyboard warrior comes from. It's like people get yep. all super tough. And be like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah. it's like, would you actually say or act this way if this was said in person? A lot of instances, right. a lot of people would not act this way. And that's something that as we have come to this day and age where social media is such a, I'm not going to say necessary, but it's become a integral part of our lifestyle now. It's how a lot of people keep in contact. It's how a lot of people plan and communicate with one another now. It's just, it's taken away the actual social cues of reading is this the right time or space to have this conversation with someone in person? Is this the right group? People are just, uh, people just disregard things now because they're in the safety of their home or in their bathroom when they're on their phone or something of that right. nature. It's and, funny. So you said um, you're not necessarily disagreeing. And here's the thing with that, Derek, is that I've actually been in, um, I was part of this all women's group where they thought so like they're, every time they posted something, it was so, they were speaking so much for their heart from their heart that they weren't actually reading the comments. And, uh, this one woman said something about like, um, oh, I'm very offended when people wear like. Japanese attire and don't understand like the cultural appropriation of it and how it affects other people. And so I just told her like a, a really good friend of mine growing up, um, shout out to Kumi. I love you. You're awesome. Um, he, him and I grew up together and, and my comment was, even if my friend from Japan told me that it was okay for me to wear something of their culture, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't unless it was considered like a front to like, unless it was considered if I was actually in Japan and they thought it would be offensive if I didn't, I would yeah. not do this. So I was basically saying I wouldn't do it even if she read it as my friend gave you permission to do this. And I'm like, and so she like jumped on me like, well, is your friend like from America? Do they have like the issues that we face here and blah, blah, blah. And she just started going off on me. And I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, I'm on your side with this. Like I'm not <laughs> like the, I, and I wasn't even sure what to say at that point. Cause I'm like, I'm not trying to offend you further. Cause clearly you read my comment wrong, but also like take a step back. Like if you feel that defensive about something, 
it, it just really, it, it's alarming to me that people won't take a step back and just kind of like, how are they approaching this, you know? And some people make certain comments and this was discussed on another podcast I listened to where it's like, uh, um, actually it's the cafeteria pod. I'll shout out cafeteria pod, uh, great comedians. Awesome. Awesome guys. Um, one of them is, uh, married to a Saudi woman and there was a friend of his who, I mean, he's a great guy, but he was like, oh yeah, like, how you doing guy? I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, you're yeah. Yeah. You're like married to like some Persian chick, huh? And like, he didn't mean it that way. But, and so, uh, Johnny Loquasto, that's the guy's name. He actually just like kind of corrected him a little bit, but he was like, I wasn't quite offended because I knew it came from a place of just, so I just corrected him. Like he, she's not Persian. Like it's not, (laughs) that's not the part (laughs) she's from. She's a Saudi, but yes, thank you. Yes. I am married to a Saudi and she's amazing. Um, not point, but, (laughs) but yeah, it's like, sometimes you just got to kind of take, take a step back because with people like, oh, it's just like, we are not the enemy. And if you are thinking I'm the enemy, you have a whole slew of other problems you're going to be dealing with. And that was kind of my point to this chick was just like, wow, like I was actually agreeing with you, but and I, I actually left the group a little after that because everyone was, someone made a very offensive comment too about like suicide. Um, we're not going to go into that too much, but um, it triggered me in a bit. And like, I contacted the admins and the admins because they were such before I joined the group, there was like a group of women that were already like tight knit. And one of these girls was one of them. And I just felt very out of place. I'm like, this is clearly not the group for me. Uh, These women individually are not toxic, but this group is toxic to me because they clearly don't like that. I'm not just automatically agreeing with them. They're they, they want, they want that. Um, I am not that type of person. I read what you say. I take it in. I kind of marinate on it. And then I respond. And like, if you think my comment that is agreeing with you is somehow offensive, then I'm good. (laughs) This is bad for my mentality. My non-herd mentality, Derek, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to spin off of that because herd mentality, if you take it to a uh, a purer and smaller aspect is actually not a bad thing. So humans, we are naturally yeah. social creatures. We are meant to have community. We're meant to have a uh, a tribe, a pack, whatever you want to terminology right. you want to go right. with. But those were supposed to be met, uh, built upon uh, character, and not so much when it came to I- ideology and like benefits and stuff of that nature. So that's why, like, the whole phrase, for example, the the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Like, the actual bonds that you make in life with people that were not just given to you are more impactful on your well-being in life than your family is in many instances. But with social media, like, with, like, that sort of group, for example, where people are just clinging on to an idea and using that as an identity for themselves rather than who they are as a person, how they interact, how do they choose to interact, uh, treat other people. 
those are the details that actually matter when it comes to making bonds with other people. Like, I will say, for example, uh, I will say my D&D group. We basically meet up on Mondays and then on Fridays um, every other week. And it's pretty much the same group for both both nights. They have kind of become like my little pack. Now, there are similarities amongst all of us when it comes to certain ideologies, but there are also a lot of differences, uh, very big differences in a lot of stuff where, okay, I know I don't agree with you in some of these regards when it comes to uh, politics or religion or stuff of that nature, especially sports in some cases. How can you be a 49ers fan living in Northwest Indiana? Come on, Tim. (laughs) Blasphemy. (laughs) I mean, sure, your team is at least good, but how? (laughs) But the man that he is and like the people that all the everyone else in this group are, those are the attributes that make me want to continue my time with them and continue my energy and enjoyment with them because it's their character but and that's where again uh the whole societal societal requirement we have as a species is meant to be it's like where do you feel welcomed where do you feel safe and accepted based on who you are absolutely but especially with again with social media and it's kind of taken away the critical thinking aspect of being a human being. So right. now it's more just a team-based thing. It can be a matter of, oh, I'm a, like, we'll just stick with politics. I'm a Republican, so I will support everything that's Republican. Or I'm a Democrat, I'll support everything that's Democrat. Right. Without actually thinking about whether either of these groups have any good ideas. Right. And that's where the herd mentality has really been surging forward. Because there's another little nugget, which we're now going to segue into (laughs) confirmation bias. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Which, oh, when you're basing your identity on ideology rather than character and principles, this is where confirmation bias comes in. Oh, do I have an opinion that, you know what, probably is not correct? I will intentionally dig deep. And search right. for the information that supports my argument, even though it is the gross outlier, because I need to be shown, yes, someone else supports my thought, my line right. of thinking. It's been validated. Talking about you, flat earthers. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this happens all the time. <laughs> and again, critical thinking, like whereas before we used to have conversations and discussions like Ugh. I, I again I'm not trying to turn this into a politics episode but politics is kind of like the big definitive thing when it comes to her absolutely mentality. yeah yeah but it used to be it's like you know what Democrats Republicans since we're shittily in a two-party system <laughs> they disagreed with each other but you know what they absolutely. can still do a lot of bipartisan work for the yeah. benefit of the people but right. now it's just turned into a big mudslinging fest, especially on social right. media, where everyone's just oh, like, God. oh, look at how horrible these guys have done. Okay, um, wh- what are you doing? No, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Look at how bad these people are. And they just keep slinging shit at each other. Both sides just being utterly useless. And... I also hate the, uh, the term snowflake because a lot of the people that use the term snowflake to describe other people as being soft are actually snowflakes themselves. 
<laughs> oh yeah. It, it, it's, it's kind of funny to me. So, it, it, and I liked in some of those conversations, like I won't delve into it. Like I won't comment, but what I will do is post uh, Nelson from um, the Simpsons going. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just hilarious. Cause I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, I, I don't care what you have to say. Like, eh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. but stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, and a lot of it, Derek, is sometimes people don't care, especially with politics. And yeah, we're not trying to make this a polit polit political thing, but um, a lot of times it is like, I don't care even if you prove me wrong. I'm basically just going to troll you at this point. And oh, that's yeah, why I, I want that. I want that satisfaction uh, of right. getting under your skin. Exactly. exactly. And I'm like, eh, I don't play that game. Like, so I just don't even comment on shit like that. I'm like, that's fine. That's you. Whatever. You're a troll. I mean, we're not going to go on the subject about how. Actually, nope, not going there. This will be too <laughs> offensive. I will. I will not satisfy that intrusive thought. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <clears throat> uh, but yeah. But no, I mean, I, I do agree. Like the in almost every circumstance I see the people that use that terminology of snowflake, they are the biggest snowflakes I've ever witnessed when it comes to right. their lifestyle, their posts, anything they complain about. It's like you, you realize you're the one No, no, no. And and you know what? Sometimes like the herd mentality isn't necessarily a bad thing i'm gonna veer us towards the political stuff um veers away from yeah. that actually um sometimes it's not a bad thing so my mother and um i don't want to really talk about religion but my mother was a very religious person mm -hmm. but she was also open-minded to other stuff like she wasn't focused on hey i'm you know conservative versus liberal she was pretty liberal in thinking however she really liked the worship she likes, you know, believing in something. And I feel like when you are older, you start leaning more towards like, what is my purpose? And what you want that confirmation that I'm living a good life and I'm a good person. And that was kind of my mother. My mother was a saint. I absolutely, I love my mom. I miss my mom. Um, Derek and I both have lost our mom. So it's a touchy subject, but at the same time, like, um, I loved how she lived her life, but sometimes it's kind of that energy you want to get is confirmation to you. Like this person thinks like me, uh, they're, they're God fearing people like me. Um, uh, I like that. And I think that's okay. As long as you're not hurting anyone that's fine. Like that was okay for my mom. Um, I was in, so I just posted, um, a few weeks ago, I, I joined uh, medium again, Derek, uh, the, I used to write a lot. So I posted oh, an right. article. Yeah. yeah. I posted an article on medium about, um, part of it was part of during the 2020 pandemic, I ended up joining an MLM, a multi-level marketing um, group. And, and that is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, that's not, I'm not going to say MLM is a bad thing, depending on what it is. I mean, Avon has been around for ages and that's considered an MLM. Uh, you're basically just 
tearing off of each other and making your commissions through that. Uh, not a bad thing. There are some really bad ones. I'm not going to name them. Uh, but this one was a jewelry one. So Derek, like I used to make jewelry and I, I joined this because I like the jewelry. It had nothing to do with the MLM. It had nothing to do with the group, but a good friend of mine was um, a part of it and she recruited me. What I noticed was kind of similar to the religion thing where like you're getting confirmation from others, but it was like the comments made on some of my posts were the same comments made on other posts. Like, oh yeah. Oh, you get a girl. Oh, I'm so happy to have you in my sisterhood and I love you and blah, blah, blah. Well, once I left that MLM to start my own, cause I made my own jewelry and it kind of prompted me to start doing that again, which I love, you know, I like making jewelry. I started making chain mail even cool. Um, <laughs> yes, I made chain mail. Um, I have to make you a little chain mail. Um, yes. Yes. Dice bag. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, a dice bag. Cool. A dice bag. Yeah. Oh. That'd be cool. Right. <laughs> okay. We're getting off topic and nerding out. Oh, yeah, back, <laughs> as as back, usual, we always are back. We always are back. Uh, so, um, yeah, I started doing my own thing and I noticed, um, when I left that sisterhood was not there anymore. It was kind of like, oh, she left us. It's almost like, I'm a traitor. <laughs> like she, she left us for this thing. And because I'm not no longer gaining those commissions from her, and this is not anything to do with any of these women in this group because a few of them are amazing. I still talk to them, but it was just like, you just stopped completely seeing my posts and commenting on them. And then when I ask for your support for my own like business, you ignored it. And like, I'm sitting here making my own jewelry while you're selling someone else's shit and saying that you're a business owner which is false. I never once said I was a business owner when I was in the MLM because that is bullshit. I'm going to say that right now. That's fucking bullshit. You are not a business owner. I'm sorry. And yeah, I'm getting hype right now, Derek, but I'm like, stop doing that because I have a lot of artist friends that are hustling their asses off to try to make sales. And I was doing that when I was trying to make my own jewelry. Would you call yourself a business owner when all you do is sit there and post social media posts, I, I don't take you seriously. I can't take you seriously. Um, people are gonna be real mad about this. <laughs> Salty. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was just like, I'm actually trying to start my own business. I, I opened my own Etsy shop and, and there were some of my friends that were super cool. I mean, like they, they bought my stuff. Some people even came out of the woodworks that I didn't even know. Like they, like we rarely talk and they were like, oh my God, I just got your Jmail piece. I wear it every day. I love it. I'm like, awesome. Thank you so fucking much. Like it was, it was truly, it truly meant a lot to me. And I think that that's when you go against the grain is when you notice people will come out of the works to support you. People that you had no idea about will start supporting you. And I think that's great. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 that showed me a lot. It's like, I am no longer getting that support that I had because I'm not in that group. And it, it, it was, it was very telling to me. Um, 
So it's like you're copying and pasting all these sisterhood posts, but you're not recognizing what I'm doing. You're not recognizing me. It's like a job promotion. Like if you're like, oh, fuck you, you left us. It's like, well, then you're not, you're not wanting me to be a bigger person. Herd mentality. You're just wanting me to be like you and copy and paste what you're saying. <laughs> I said, Derek sounds very thoughtful right now. <laughs> He's stewing. He's stewing. Okay. I think it's not <laughs> um, the same situation as what you have with the MLM, but it's similar. Go for it. So uh, back in 2013. That's so, way back. I don't oh, remember oh, that yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> so for a lot of you at home and everything, I am a... I'm a gamer and whatnot, PC gamer. No. Uh, one of the games that I... Well, shut up. One of the games that I have spent a large amount of time playing is the MOBA game, League of oh, Legends. The biggest nice. eSport in the entire world. Yes. I've been playing that game okay. since it was in Alpha, so back in 2009. Oh, okay, okay. I'm one of the ancient relics in that game, and yet I'm still relatively not shit. <laughs> Anyways, back in 2013, when I was living in Chicago for a stint when I was working at a restaurant there, I joined a pretty sizable Facebook group, League of Legends Chicago. So it was all like the Chicago area players. And this was like thousands of people. And apparently a lot of them started doing like in-houses. In-houses is when you just bring everyone together and you form a game where you're all playing against each other, 5v5. Okay. Boom. You're not playing against strangers. You're playing with a, a, a group you set up. Okay. And at this time, I had been streaming on Twitch for a bit, and I asked, hey, would you guys be interested if I, like, shoutcasted your guys' in-house games? And everyone thought it was kind of cool. And then this became a thing for, like, two years, where every single week I would shoutcast, like, two, three of their games. I would upload the VODs onto my YouTube channel. And it got to a point eventually, uh, because I'm more of an, an analysis, like the color commentary side of streaming when it comes to the play-by-play. -play. As you can tell, I sometimes fumble on words. I cannot speak fast and be understood. Uh, Same. So I would sometimes uh, bring in a surprise guest co-caster and it was generally someone Ooh. also from the League Chicago community and we would eventually we did some tournaments even in Chicago where we all met up live and we streamed it all for like some championships that we would do cool. just for fun and eventually um, it got very stale and I'm not mm. saying doing it got stale but it became eventually like it was the same 10 people that always show for the in-houses and everyone would just pick the same champions, same characters over uh, and over. Right. It was very rinse and repeat. The teams would kind of get stacked the same way every single time yeah. too. So eventually I stopped doing the uh, shout casting because I wasn't feeling it anymore for like almost two months. It felt like I was streaming the same game oh, yeah. week after yeah. week after week. And while I was streaming the in-houses, a lot of people from that community would watch my stream. And I would actually have pretty good viewership numbers. Nice. But when I stopped streaming the in-houses and I just started streaming my own games or mm -hmm. different stuff, 
my numbers plummeted. Wow. And I'm yeah, just, no, that's very similar. Okay. So I'm like, ah, because I'm no oh. longer. I'm not going to use the word benefiting them because again, this was something I offered. It was just, it was just yeah. something fun to do. But since yeah, what I'm doing now no longer is technically associated with this group. I don't seem to exist now to the people that would show up weekly. Gotcha. Because I mean, granted, in the world of Twitch, where there are plenty of streamers that have tens of thousands of live viewers every single day. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a little nobody. And I was happy when I would have my 50 some viewers consistently for those in houses. 50 for me good. felt pretty yeah. good. It felt yeah. great to see that number drop down to like below 10. Uh, I'm just like, okay. I, I, I see how it I is. I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. 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 Et okay. Brute. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never done anything like that. I will say, so I do have a question for you, and this is not actually related to what you just said. Um, you mentioned, uh, so I know you do your D&D. Um, you're a dungeon mm -hmm. master. And um, do you guys argue sometimes? Like, are there like arguments within you where you're like, you kind of disagree, but you still are a group? Kind of like a family, right? I mean, are they, do you still, there are like, arguments all the damn time. Now, are we talking about <laughs> by know. the players or by their characters? Uh, either, honestly. Um, I mean, yeah, it happens. And I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. say all the time. Cause right, right. Our, but when it I does mean, yeah. happen, especially when I'm the Dungeon Master, it's kind of my duty to kind of, all right. This argument might be going a little bit too long. I right. need to nip it in the butt and be like, yeah. all right, guys, we can circle back to this once we're done tonight. Moving <laughs> on. Gotcha. So it kind of reminds me um, of way back when um, I was part of a uh, online community um, called Gaia Online. Ooh. And I met a lot of really good people there. Um, a couple of them I was still friends with. Shout out to Nate, aka Leek, um, and uh, CD, um, Nick. <laughs> so we had, we would argue a lot. Like it was probably similar to your, but what we would do is we would um, role play virtually. So we had these scenarios, we'd have these group things, and we'd have, we create a character out of our character. You know, we'd, we'd, okay. we'd basically have like a forum of posts going on um so someone would post what their character is doing and then we kind of add on to it uh it, it was really cool it kind of got me into that mindset of role playing and um there were times we'd argue like off the scene but what i liked about it was is all of our personalities were so different i mean we were completely different people but when we were together, it was like, it, it was this great community. And you really missed that because it was like, we could disagree, but at the end of the day, we will, we were still click. And I really missed that. And that that's kind of like against the grade of herd mentality because we all still had our own personalities at the end of the day. And I feel like that's no, what's that, probably similar with your D&D group. the true essence of herd mentality. There you, okay, because yeah. Because you guys have differences. That makes the group stronger. Yeah. It, because if everyone, all right, let's look at it this way. Uh, we're going to go back to the old tribes or whatnot. Ooh, let's say everyone like is a <laughs> gatherer. Everyone know, is 
really yeah. good on point. Everyone knows where to find the best uh, forage, the best berries and whatnot. Who the hell's hunting? Right. Who the hell is starting the fire? Who the hell is right. um, de-skinning and making fur pelts? Oh, none of you know that, but you all agree so hard on gathering. Good for you. Good. Right. Have fun freezing still. It's because you have differences, but yet you're still able to work together. That is where the actual strength of herd yeah. mentality is supposed to originate from. You need that wide pool of differences to kind of shore up any of the weaknesses anyone else might have. That's excellent. So That's that right true. there was actually yeah. perfect what you okay. experienced there. Great. Yeah. When someone agrees with you 100% on everything, why do they matter? You already exist. Right. Your hunter gatherer uh, little analogy was actually really good. Yeah, it's like if everyone is a gatherer, who's doing the hunting? Yeah, if you're doing the hunting. Are we gonna are we gonna jump on the hunter because he wants to hunt? Like, uh, you know, um, that's a good resource to have. Like people, yeah. Sometimes people get so clouded with their focus, but when you have that and you have hunter gatherer and someone who's more engineering minded and someone else who can start the fires, like that is where your group is strong. So yeah, yeah. That, that's a great point. Like Excellent. some of the deepest bonds I have with people are people that on many instances, I do not agree with them, but I can understand where their experiences have led them to their line of thoughts. Cause that's another thing when it comes to a lot of people, no one is born having a certain line of thought, an ideology, a preference, a culture. It's all taught to us by right. either our family, by our, our like nearby scenery, our society. Everything is taught to us. We are all born as blank slates. So we all need to have the compassion to be like, oh, I can understand why you think that way. While I can understand why I think this way. Can we try to think of something that can work mutually? Right. Where... You know what? It's a soft loss for me. It's a soft loss for you, but it's a win overall. Right. I like that. I like that. I like that. Oh, I uh, like you. Ha. <laughs> so, hi, Lucy. Everyone say hi, Lucy. Quick break. To hi, Lucy. Lucy. Okay. Uh, so, Derek, uh, yeah. I introduced you to a show. Yeah. And I did not know if you'd like it or not, but it kind of goes back into that hyper-focused herd mentality that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> the show is called The Traders. Uh, the U.S. version is... All is reality celebs. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, there's U.K. versions. Al yeah, Alan Cumming is the host of the U.S. version. Uh, the second season it's currently on is um all reality tv stars mm -hmm. but uh the the uk version was dope uh i only see the australian one was dope actually the, uh, the yeah, australian yeah, yeah, yeah. host is my favorite okay okay but all of the yeah but so do you want to explain the premise of it or do... ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I knew you would. During the age of the pandemic, <laughs> there was a very simple video game that kind of Oof. exploded into popularity. 
You've seen memes of it at the very least, and that's the game Among Us, where the whole premise is you're an entire ship crew trying to finish your tasks so you can get home. But amongst your crew are imposters, and their purpose is to sabotage and kill you. But at any time, the crew members can call meetings and try to vote out one person, but they could vote out a crew member because the imposters' identity are hidden. And this was entirely based from the popular party game that I've played before in the past, too, called mm -hmm. Mafia, another yes, variation. Yes, I've played Werewolf, that. I love it. Where, again, yes. same thing. Everyone has a, is a um, like a peasant or a townsfolk, and you have a couple werewolves like sprinkled in, and they kill someone every single day, and then every night, the, the townspeople gather up, and they have to vote someone out and kill them with their pitchforks. Traitors. <laughs> is a game show based entirely on that premise where yes. everyone is a faithful except a couple traders are snuck in and this is a show that is built entirely on manipulation on gaslighting yes. on herd mentality <laughs> yeah and for me the it's delicious great. part now granted i have the fortunate bias as a viewer of seeing everything and knowing the actual intentions of the traders and how they're manipulating people. So I guess it does make it a lot easier to be like, oh my God, these faithful are so fucking dumb. How are they so easily manipulated? <laughs> you were probably but, really good at these games, weren't you? Like I was, and, uh, uh, Mafia. So, yes I could see no. you being very yes good at these no. games. I just see you being very devious, <laughs> but no, good, no, no, no. Like, deliciously devious. <laughs> so here's the thing. When I would play uh, Among Us with a group of people, um, I was not so good at that game okay. because I, oddly enough, kept misclicking on controls at times. So I would do stupid things at the wrong time and get myself caught. Oh, shit. <laughs> just because my brain would just go burr. <sighs> but when it came to the werewolf, when it came to the actual presentation and the yeah. performance of it all, yeah. <laughs> and this goes back to my poker background as well, where sometimes the best poker face is having zero poker face at all times. Agreed. If I'm Agreed. always a shit-eating grin goofball, you never know if I'm holding the nuts or I'm holding trash. <laughs> I love it. And I would fuck with people's mentality that way because I was always just playing so casual. Tee-hee, <laughs> But in the meanwhile, I love it. because of my uh, ability to hyperfixate and read the rooms and personality, which is actually a PTSD trauma response, fun fact, um, as an empath, yeah, <laughs> I could pick up on people's emotional and visual cues immediately. Wow. And when I see, That's cool. again, watching the traders and how dense a lot oh, of these people are, I'm just God. like, how did you make it in this game so far? <laughs> oh, you're in this game because the traders know you're bad and dumb. Right. So we see kind of the herd mentality of this game and traders where like someone would simply name someone as a trader and people won't think like, like you were saying, like kind of think through the process. They won't think like they've shown this, they've done this, they've said this they're friends with these people like maybe that doesn't make sense no they're like oh yeah 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 it gets the focus off of me and part that might be actually a 
good trick. It's like, okay, yeah. The traders definitely jump on that. They're like, oh yeah, 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 that person's definitely a traitor. But you'll see everyone just vote out the faithfuls left and right because of that, like, Bad oh, reads. Just so many bad reads. One or two people said this. So yeah, we're going to go with the, we're not going to go against the grain. Because you even see that in the show where someone will name someone completely off the wall and people will be like, are you a traitor? Like, no, I'm just thinking for myself here. <laughs> I mean, hell, in the Australian traders, yeah. very beginning when the chess master oh, yeah. got voted out because one of the faithful Ugh. literally lied and faked up an entire scenario just to get rid of him because yes. she felt he was a traitor. So she made up a bullshit story to make it yeah. convincing to get rid of him. And he says, I'm a faithful. And then no one circled back to be like, like why, why did you lie you, about that? Why did you lie about that? No one circled back. Everyone was just like, um, oops. Oopsie. <laughs> I made poopy. <laughs> so, based on the traders and what you described right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Go I'll on. give you a second. I'll give you a You're second. Fine. You're fine. Go on. Psychologists and experts actually have two theories for the basis of herd mentality, but they disagree based on the numbers of the models. Oh. So I'm gonna list both to you. Okay. And I want you to give me your opinion on which one you feel is accurate. Okay, go for it. The first one is pattern-based models. And they suggest that the individuals follow the crowd because they assume others know more than they do. Ooh. They assume, oh, they know something I don't. I'm. That's why I'm gonna go with the crowd because I, I'm obviously missing something, which we see a lot in the traders. Okay. And then there's transmission-based models, which believe that individuals participate in herd behavior because they are following social norms. Oof. It's like, this is what's accepted. If I go against it, I'm now a black sheep. I will be targeted or worse, excluded. Which one do you feel is a more... so? Oof, that's tough because I, I see it as both. Um, oh, yeah. I you definitely see one. the black sheep thing. But what I have witnessed, and this is kind of, I'm going to go back to my mom a little bit, uh, is the pattern-based one, the former that you mentioned, is that, and my mom was intelligent. She was an intelligent woman, but she did always assume people knew more than her. Like, oh, well, they posted this, so it must be true. Like, they clearly did their research on this. And, uh -huh. and <laughs> nope. Uh, and I, I see that, I think, a lot more than the latter, is that people are like, even with politics, it's like, oh, they clearly know what they're talking about. They posted this list of 20 different facts on why pff, liberals are shit or whatever, whatever the hell they're posting about. And people won't actually get on the keyboard and like research it. Some double check will. it. Right. They'll just be like, oh, well, that's a huge list. It must be true. Like they posted it. They've got to be more intelligent than me. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that repost with no knowledge of repost repost hit like if you yeah uh so yeah i'm gonna go with pattern based i think on this one um I, though i could see it both ways uh definitely the black sheep thing uh, but yeah there's a pattern sometimes people do think like 
especially when they see certain posts, like going to social media. It's like, yeah. Well, they've posted this long list, so must be true. It's a flat earth. They said so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to conduct a test to prove the earth is flat using this (laughs) model right here. It proves the earth is round. Well, the formula is wrong. I will try another way. It's like, no, you really disproved with your system that the earth is round. It's happening. No, no, no. It doesn't support me. It's totally flat. All those images of the earth are fake. But the other, the other. Uh... Planets are round. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have you seen that meme where it's like, um, here's, yep. here's the. <laughs> here's yeah, the, the solar planet. system. It's all round together. Planet, round planet. Dinner plate, round planet, round plate. (laughs) Dinner plate, yes, exactly. It's like, um, what are we missing here? Like, I don't know. I feel like some people think space is probably just invented. It's like, how, how, how? (laughs) (laughs) The moon landing was fake. It was all CGI. It's like, okay, first off, do you know how impossible it would be to keep a secret like that from leaking? Right. Especially back then. Like, CGI. Yeah. I'm not saying our government's not smart. Like, they're very intelligent. They probably definitely know a lot. But that's, like you said, that would be leaked pretty quickly. (laughs) Second, we did not have anywhere near the technology even fabricate something like that. And third, if there's anyone who has a vested interest in disproving that moon landing from being real, it was the Russians. And they conceded. (laughs) So... Okay, we're going to spin off this real oh, fast. Oh, man. Because we're kind of jumping onto this. This might be very, very unwise. What's a conspiracy theory that you believe in? Me? Oh. Oh, God. I don't know. I question everything. Like, I am very... I don't trust easily. I really don't. So <laughs> like when it comes to conspiracy theories, um, I mean, I guess aliens could be a conspiracy theory, right? Like, would you consider like the belief no. of aliens? No? no, like I think there are higher. I think there is something else out there. There are life forms out there, but I'm not going to base my opinions on that on someone else's conspiracies. I mean, like I don't, I, I don't think, think they built the pyramids. Have to exist <laughs> just by probability. You're right. Yeah, like we are, we are a very small galaxy in the whole grand scheme of. The um, I think the character everything. was it Jodie Foster in the movie Contact. Oh. If we're the only uh, form of life in this endless, vast universe, that's a big waste of space. I love that. Yeah. Ooh, that's a it's something along line. those lines. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you think about the probability, that's why in the infinite probability that's the universe, I'm convinced there actually are xenomorphs out there. Yeah. Oh there yeah. Probably are like other like predators and whatnot out there. It's some variation of them because of just how vast everything is. One of my favorite um sci-fi movies is called Arrival with Amy Adams. She is a linguist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so there were these, um, they were almost like squid-like beings that came to Earth. 
they spoke a completely different language. So as a linguist, she was brought in by the government to communicate with them. And the whole thing, like that to me was very realistic. Like I could see that being like, all right, they're very intelligent. There are these weird, what do you call them? Like cephalopods? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cephalopods, yeah. So she's communicating with them and she finally like like breaks their language barrier, is able to communicate with them. And I mean, like it, it's just such a phenomenal movie with how, and then the, the twist, I'm not going to give away the twist. I think everyone should see this movie. It's great if you like sci-fi movies. Um, and I like, I like linguistics, so I'm very big into languages. So that was kind of my, like, this is a perfect sci-fi movie for me, basically. Um, but I mean, just the way they did it was like, all right, these, they're trying to communicate something with us, but they're not necessarily here to harm us. Um, but uh yeah the way it was broken down with these life these alien life forms like it it was just it was beautifully written it was a great movie have you seen it or i've uh i've watched it once okay yeah because uh um jeremy renner he's in that too right uh yes i believe so yeah 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 yeah. yes i was making sure it was the same movie and forrest whitaker yes yeah yep that's right that's right. Yeah, he's a colonel. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've yep. watched it one time, and again, I enjoyed it. I just, I guess, I've never thought about rewatching it. But no, I remember it's enjoying a great it. movie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, we're kind of getting off on the conspiracy theories, yes, but that was are. a good movie. That was a great movie. Um, yeah, Derek, I don't think there's any. Do you have one? Do you have a conspiracy yeah. theory that we live? In? Please tell me. I'm curious because Jeffrey I Epstein can't... did not kill himself. Ooh, that's a good one. There is no way he killed himself. I don't think he did either. Okay, that's a good one. Oh, so the security force a good one. just happens to be a completely different group than the one that's been stationed there for weeks at a time. And the yeah. video footage that was monitoring his room just happened to malfunction for an hour at the time of his death. Mm, nope. He got whacked. I have heard of them that happening uh, even locally. Uh, to be honest, where so uh, something uh, uh, interesting fact. Um, and how wait, how did Epstein supposedly kill himself? Did he hang himself? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Strangulation. So suffocation. Whatever. Uh, apparently, jails and prison systems. Um, I'm not sure if this is across the US or not, but um, their sprinkler systems are supposed to be designed to have a 20 pound weight limit. So it's like a 20 pound system. So people don't do that. And there have been cases where people have been found hanging from different structures where some something was done to the system to so this person can be hung basically so something was or like you said the footage is missing from this particular time frame certain circumstances have happened so so some prisons and jails are designed to not have this happen however it has in these particular cases and i could see that with this with epstein i could totally see that that's crazy yeah and now we're going to circle back to the subject at hand. 
That's what we went on a little, little detour there. A little, little detour. That was a little flood. detour. But that was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I didn't. So I think this will be our final question. Okay. Oh, you have a question. Yeah. I love it. I no. want you to list off an example of herd mentality within world history. Ooh. I, if you if you need a moment to think on it, I will provide mine. Okay, I think I have one, but go ahead. Like I I, I yeah, let's hear your. I have a couple actually. Go ahead. The Salem witch trials. Oh God, that was the worst. Why did I think of that too? Yes. The Salem witch trials is a now horrific example of herd mentality, where oh, that's also sorry to interrupt you. That is a great example of the second form of herd mentality that you mentioned where it's i don't want to be the black sheep in this case because yes. i will then become be accused being a witch yes that is a great example of that that's a great one how about you Oof, that's a good one uh oh i know well uh let's see so one that come to mind and again, this is also probably a, I don't want to be a back sheep thing that, that that's what happens within history is like, I will also be brutally murdered if this happens to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I am not going to be the black sheep, but I, so I just read, um, I like historical stuff when it comes to religion sometimes. Okay. And I just read something about like the life of Jesus, like how he actually, maybe this came about. There was some things like disproved. There was other things like this could have possibly happened. Like the whole, like turning water into wine thing. Well, there were actually sorcerers back then. There were people that, that like alchemy and stuff like that. They did certain things that like, so that was actually a big thing. And they were actually kind of outcasts in the part, but with Jesus, his death, he, some of his followers even betrayed him. We know that, uh, mm -hmm. but they were just like, fine, let's kill him. And I'm sure a lot of people yelling to kill him probably actually believed in him, but they didn't want to be on that cross next to him yep. <laughs> type of thing. Like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. He's blasphemy. He's, uh, he's preaching this. He thinks he's a messiah. Oh, he's calling him the self king of kings. Let's mock him. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, the whole account that I read about, it, it was really interesting. I really liked uh, reading about it. Um, and I mean, like, I, you know, I, I think he was an actual figure in history. Um, I don't know about the whole, like, the, you know, son of God thing. You know, I'm still kind of delving on that. I think, you know, I, I respect anyone that believes in that. That's completely fine. But, you know, I, I like historical facts when it comes to stuff like this. Um, <laughs> so I actually, you know, I told you my mom was, is religious, uh, was religious. Oh, I missed you, Bobby. Um, but I actually studied in... Uh, a place called in Greece called Thessaloniki. Well, that was where the letters of the Thessalonians were written. And so I was trying to tell my mom where it was. I was like, oh yeah, Thessaloniki is mentioned in the Bible. And I mentioned it. She was just like, oh, she looked like really confused. Like she didn't know what I would say, but I was trying to give her her historical facts about it. And she was just like completely confused about it. Like Thessal, oh, Thessalonians. Okay. 
Like it's it's because because she was listening to me, her little daughter, and not her preacher. <laughs> you know, someone who might know more about this is like, no, I was actually there. Like I'm literally showing you pictures of ancient ruins. Like what? <laughs> like I not, don't believe. Eh, right, I don't believe you. Eh, that's mm. fake. That's false. It's flat earth. No, my mom was not a flat earther. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so but your Salem Rich trials, yeah, that that's a great one. That is thank you, excellent one. I think we should wrap this up here. Then we just hit the hour mark. Perfect, man. What should uh, we discuss next time? Oh man, there's so much many things we could delve off of this and talk about uh, the uh, mentality of being in things like the hunger games and uh battle royale battle royale my favorite book my favorite movie yes uh because that is a that is yes oh poison the soup um (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that would be good i do think at some point too we should have an episode where you and i just go completely unhinged oh god we air out our grievances on everything or like we just literally just like, all right we're gonna, have a, we're gonna take turns just fucking putting out on blast things that have annoyed us pissed us off fuck you fuck you you're cool cool fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> that could be an hours long episode people will be so sick of us no no if no, they're no, not no. already I, I think we'll I'll talk about it. that you we'll and I each get to pick three grievances. <laughs> okay, three, okay, okay. That'll and we work. just go. That'll work. Grievances. That'll be fun. Airing That'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Like Derek and Sarah. <laughs> but I do cool. like uh, the idea of Battle Royale. Yeah. We talk, um, We've talked about that a little bit. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about, again, the origin, the original novel, and then the first Jap- the Japanese movie, and then how that yes. spread into the concept like the Hunger Games. And then eventually even to especially video game culture, how that yeah. became it. So yeah, I think that'll be awesome. it next time, folks. And we are Battle open Royale. to suggestions. Battle Royale. We are always open to suggestions too. Let us know what you think about this. Please listen to us on every platform you can listen to podcasts. Um, yeah. I'm excited. That's great. Great episode. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Woo woo. Woot woot in the boot. 